0: Welcome to Let's Talk Business. I'm your host, James Price. This podcast has been designed to address business pain points, often neglected, but if dealt with correctly, can really enhance business value and performance. I've had over 30 years experience in business, and I currently own JPA Business Proprietary Limited, a business valuation, advisory and transaction firm. We help private business clients across Australia and internationally grow, change, and enhance the value of their businesses. Welcome to episode four of Let's Talk Business. I'm your host, James Price from JPA Business. I've got the absolute pleasure of introducing Ben Gula, who's the managing director of Reliable Food Distributors. Ben's business services Sydney Basin and Central Coast uh, and down to Wollongong with food service offerings. I've known him many years, um, and, and I think I think we're gonna be excited about what he's got to say. Ben, welcome, it's great to have you.
1: Thanks, James, thanks for having me. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah,
0: no, it's good, it's good. Um, we go back a little way, yeah, but... Um, Quite a way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but we before did.
0: we get into that, I've yeah. got, I got something I wanted to raise with you. Now, I watched my team last night, Parramatta, and unfortunately, we sort of lost in the golden, golden point at the end.
1: I tipped Melbourne, by the way.
0: Well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. But it brings me to your office. And there's a certain jersey in your office. It's St George, isn't
1: it? It is. It is.
0: Yeah. Uh, so how... how do, do we I... have
1: to talk about oh, that? Well, you know, look,
0: it's, it's the ups and downs of, uh, you know, the, the, the happy dragons. How are oh, they, they going to go? We're not
1: there? real happy at the <laughs> moment, James.
0: <laughs> how are they going to go this year, eh? Oh,
1: eh? Look, if we finish... If you finish <laughs> in the top 10, I'll be happy.
0: Well, you know, yeah. you never know. You beat us well yeah. and
1: truly last year in one yeah. game, but... Uh, I can tell you we haven't won a wooden spoon for a very long time. Oh, well, that's, that's something to behold. <laughs> uh, but maybe there's an opportunity this year. I hope not. Yeah. But thanks for asking. No, no, that's a pleasure. That's a
0: pleasure, man. Anyhow. Back to business, but yeah, you know, good luck on good luck on the dragons this year, mate. Thank you. Yeah. So um, were you, you know, as a young one growing up, um, I don't know, we did you grow up in Sydney or I
1: did. I yeah, grew up in Ashfield.
0: In Ashfield. In Ashfield in Sydney. So, yeah, were you ever sort of in those early years, you know, your teen years and early 20s, did you think you'd go into business?
1: Um, I did, but I left school halfway through year nine, right? Because I wanted to go to work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I was actually working in a butcher shop after school, cleaning up. Where? (coughs) In Ashfield. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You remember the old butcher shops near the railway station? Yeah,
0: I do. I do very,
1: very definitely. And one day the the boss came up to me and said, Ben, if you know any of your schoolmates, we're looking for a first year apprentice. Yeah. Said okay. Like anyway. I thought about that and I thought, you know what, like, pretty good here. Yeah. So I went home and I remember cornering Dad and saying, "Um, I think I want to leave school. (laughs) And he looked at me with that look and I thought, oh, should I run or? (laughs) And he said, leave school? You've got to be kidding me. I said, and what are you going to do, he said? I said, well, Dennis is looking for a first year apprentice in the butcher shop, I want to become a butcher. And he said, oh, you want to go to work? <laughs> I said, yeah. He said, okay then. Yeah, that's Because all right. back in those days, I mean, being Italian, yeah. you could leave school and go to work, Yeah, but you couldn't leave school and do nothing. No, no, no. So yeah, before I knew it, I was leaving school and I started a, an apprenticeship, went to Granville TAFE. Yes, yeah. Became what... a butcher. Owned a couple of butcher shops along the way. Did you? I did. Did I you did. Really? I did. As a young young guy. Yeah, right. Uh, first one, I was 21.
2: Right, right.
1: Owned a butcher shop in Ashfield. Really? Yep. Sold that. Then had another one in Hurlston Park.
2: Right, right.
1: And then I sold that. And when I work for someone, you know, when something, I don't know, you... Didn't feel right? Yeah, just, you know, it just didn't feel right anymore and... We were getting deliveries from uh, our chicken supplier. Mm. He said, oh, you know, we're looking for drivers. And thought, oh, geez, that'd be all right, a truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> um, so from being a butcher, I became a truck driver. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was the employed role, was it? The, yeah. 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 So I actually started working for Bayeda, the, right, right, the chicken one. Right, the chicken Yeah, I did 10 years with them.
0: That's all right. So, so, so. You know, you're in a food distribution business now, and you know you chopped up meat and you drove trucks. So you did a bit of homework beforehand, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Look, at Boyader I started as a truck driver. I became distribution manager. Right. Um, I ran the night shift for a while, and I finished up in sales. Right. So, you so got, I did a big circle. So you got logistics experience, mm.
0: like stock and warehousing, yep. and, and then you got the front end, yep. the sales. Business development.
1: Correct, correct, yeah. yeah. And then from there, me and my wife always wanted to open a cafe, <laughs> so we did.
0: Is that the <laughs> Italian influence coming through? Uh,
1: it was just something we always wanted to do, you know? We always, we always used to say, geez, it'd be great to open a cafe, a good experience.
0: Yeah, was it great?
1: It was, yeah. it was, really enjoyed it. We did it for just over two years. Yeah. Um, we opened one in a shopping centre. It was a bit hard, the kids were young. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shopping centre, seven days, public holidays, and. It was full on.
0: Full on, yeah.
1: Full on. But, yeah, great experience. We did really well at it. Um, and, yeah, then we sold that. Yeah. Um, well, let me draw, draw a breath there,
0: right? Because two butcher shops and a cafe.
1: And when you sold it, how old were you? Roughly. When I sold the ca- I sold the cafe in, I think, 2003 ish mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah okay Give or take a year or two
0: <laughs> yeah so so those two those three experiences right um, um, and we can talk about the, the employed experience which is really interesting I mean a ten-year stint there mm. and about as you know a significant player yeah um, but those three business ownership experiences in your early days like what what are the things that you learned out of those that that you reflect on or use today? I mean, you know, there's obviously a bunch, right? Yeah, but yeah. is there any that really stand
1: out? Oh, look, I mean, all, all, every business we had was customer service. Yes. Probably the biggest part. Yes. You know, I mean, the butcher shops, people are walking in off the street and um, same with the cafe. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's the quality of the product that we were selling them. Yes, yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of that we use today. I use today in, in, in reliable, yeah. you know, customer service, yeah. the quality of the product, um, yeah. consistency. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a lot of it um, from back then. Uh, but it just, look, as a, as a young person, it just, you know, it's taught me so much along the way. Yeah. And being hands-on, you can always um, look at it from the customer side. Yes, you know when they when they're talking to you about something.
0: Yeah. So. And you were hands on in each of those. Very. Mm, yeah. Very hands on. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's a really neat experience. Mm. And how much of a challenge was it to be employed by someone for ten
1: years? Yeah. Having done that. I Look back then, it was it was it wasn't bad. Um, I actually enjoyed it just because, I suppose it was. I learned a lot from it. Um, you know, like I said, I started as a truck driver and finished in sales. Yeah. Um, so I learned what it was like to hire people, fire people, what it was like to really look at how a business looks at budgets and sales. and mm. so, The planning side of it. Yeah, it's know? just really yeah, – and I actually, you know, sometimes when I'm sitting down with the team at work, you know, I'll reference something and I'll say, you know, that's how we used to do it back up by our. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: yeah. Um, and you can see where they are now as a business. Yeah, um, they're huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And look, I think you know, um, I think I had a couple of good mentors there as well.
0: Do you? Yeah, yeah
1: which made a big difference. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I know my boss. Um, he was tough. Was he? Yeah.
0: How? In what way?
1: Just. You know, he knew what he wanted in the business. Um, You know, I think he got the best out of his people. Yeah. Um, And if you didn't fit in, well, you just didn't fit in. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, look, I just think, you know, he had goals and, you know, he used to share the data with us and, you know, it was meeting after meeting after meeting. But, you know, you really used to get a lot of satisfaction out of, what you, were, what you were looking at and what you were doing and, yeah. you know, we used to celebrate big goals and... Uh, so does
0: those sort of experiences, have they shaped
1: the, the Gurlow of today? In yeah, the, I think they have. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, I think my biggest mentor, you know, if we really want to, if I really want to um, say it, I think my biggest mentor was my boss when I was a butcher. Right. He was a perfectionist. Right. Um, the customer was never wrong. Yes. Um, very old-fashioned. Yes. But, you know, really taught me how to run a business. Yeah. Um, you know, back in those days, it was just different. It was, it was all about the service back then and um, just yeah. how we did things and, you know, very different to today.
0: What sort of culture was it? If I was a customer and I walked into that butcher shop, yeah. how would I feel? How, how was I treated? You'd
1: feel like you walked into you know, your family. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Um You know, we knew everyone by their first names and they just kept coming back week after week. And, yeah, it was just – it was incredible. It was yeah. incredible. And Dennis and his wife, they were like my second parents. Yeah, right. Um, you know, they took me in and yeah. um, it was just fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they really taught me a lot about business. Yeah, They actually – when I started there, I was 15, so right. they actually taught me a lot about life.
0: Yeah, as well. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, yeah. I was there for five years. Yeah. Um, I was actually, I think I was still working for them when I got married. I got married when I was 20. Right. Um, so, yeah, they, you That's... know, even when I got together with my wife, I mean, they were, they were around and, yeah. yeah. Right.
0: So they had a big impact on me. Yeah. Yeah. Big
1: Big impact, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's neat. And what about your Italian heritage? Is that, is that <laughs> Has that had an impact?
1: Big impact. Has it? Yeah, it has, it has.
0: How? How? Is that why um, you're in food
1: or what? Look, yeah, look, in both, I, I suppose the biggest thing is, you know, being Italian and just ethnic in general, not just Italian, but we're, you know, very, I grew up spending the weekend with, you know, all the cousins that come over and... You know, that was life back then. I mean, when I yeah. was a butcher, we used to open Thursday nights and we'd close at 1 o'clock on Saturdays. Yeah. And that was it. Uh, Sunday was family day. <laughs> so, you know, it's not like now. You know, we go out on a Sunday and, you know, half the family's missing yeah, because yeah. this one's working and yeah. there's just so many things happening. So it was just different back then Yeah, um, yeah. compared to today. Life was just – wasn't as quick and um, – yeah, it was just different. You could different. enjoy it more. 100%, 100%, mm-hmm. whereas now it's just go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know I looked at my watch today and it was ten past one and I was like, God, I've got to be here at 145 and quickly flicking off an email and, well, there were no emails back then. <laughs> yeah,
0: but the godsend was that you knew that you were coming to a good place yeah. and you'd be looked after. 100%, 100%, <laughs> definitely. Uh, I wouldn't have come if yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Must have taken like having run two businesses and owned them, butcher shops, and learned a lot from that. Was it? Did you stumble into the employed piece, or is it that you, having sold the second business, you thought I'm not just sure what I'm ready to do, but I need some experience in X and Y and Z. Like, how did it? How did that? How did that employed period
1: unfold at Boyata? You're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I just. I was sick of butchering, I wanted to do something different Yeah. and I thought being out in a truck, you know, out on my own, you know, I wouldn't mind giving that a go. Like, yeah.
0: yeah,
1: right. Um, I just wanted to do something different and I just thought that that would have been alright. Yeah, good. Um, and, and that's how that started. And then it led to… Yeah, it just uh, progressed from there. it's uh, fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So, funny story, I, I remember I slept in on my very first day. <laughs> uh, and my boss at the time who I'm really good mates with still today yeah. said to me if it happens again you'd be looking for another job <laughs> it's all good <laughs> it won't happen again <laughs> uh, yeah we still talk about that today this, uh, you yeah. learned the lesson <clears throat> yeah I did yeah. I did but So,
0: so cafe and you sold that yeah and then how did this this reliable food distributors business come about? Does that... So
1: when I was at my when I had the cafe, I had um, just a, a small a really small version of reliable supplying me. Right, and it was a guy and his dad, and his dad was one of my mentors at Reliable when I went into sales. Right, um, he'd been there for years and years. I think he was there for thirty seven years or something. Really, and. Um, he used to deliver to me at the cafe. Yeah, right. And one day I said to him, you know, I said, Leo, I said, you know, I really like what you do. You know, if I ever get out of here, I said, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing something like you Yeah. Um, if you know anyone that's selling, you know, a business like yours. Anyway, one day he came in, he goes, Ben, you know what? I met a guy. He's got this little small goods run yeah. and he wants to get out. Yeah. And we were going through the transaction. Yes. So I said, yeah, okay, I'll have a chat to him. Yeah. And I did. I met him at uh, City Extra, Parramatta. So, yeah, I had a look at what he was selling, which wasn't much. It was an old clapped-out Ford Transit (laughs) van and a tucker box freezer and a mobile (laughs) cool room. Was turning over next to nothing, working four days a week. Yeah, right. But I looked at it and I thought, you know, I can do something with this. I can build on this. Yeah. Because I thought starting from nothing, it's hard, like, how do you go and get your first customer? Yeah, yeah. And where do you get your supply for that first customer? Yeah. So I thought if I buy something really little where there's, you know, he's already buying. He's got off. the elements. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's what I did. And I went to the solicitor and when he looked at what I was buying, like he looked at me like, <laughs> like what are you buying? Like, there was nothing here. <laughs> <coughs> I said I'm buying a Ford Transit van, a tucker box and a <laughs> mobile cool room. So, yeah, and look, I didn't want to do it alone because I thought if my vision um, comes true, it's going to be really hard on my own because, I mean, my kids, you know, 18 years ago, they were still young. Yeah. So I had two cousins working at Bayarda with me. uh uh-huh. And I approached them, uh, Michael and Sam, you know, and I gave them the – I said, you know, I want to buy this business. What do you think? And, and they liked the idea and they said, yeah, we're in, yeah. you know? Yeah, wow. So, you know, we sort of – we said, okay, well, I'll start on my own because there's not enough for three of us. Yeah. Um, And we'll look at maybe, you know, six or 12 months down the track. Transitioning, I mean. One of them will come in and, you know, we're just going to go slow. So, yeah, I went with this guy for two weeks just to learn the ropes and then he was supposed to stay with me for two weeks. Yeah. So after the two weeks, uh, it was a Friday and he said – I'll see you Monday. I said, you know what? Don't worry. Like I'm all I think I got this. I got this. Like he goes, You sure? Like, you know, in the contract I'm supposed to stay with you for two weeks. I said, No, no, I've got this. Yeah. Thanks. Like And that was it on the Monday, you know, on the Friday I took the mobile cool room home and plugged it in (laughs) and away we went. So Ben, I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna move, right? From from the mobile cool room and the van and a couple of sundry pieces. Now, could you describe what the business is today? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just to give us a feel for you mentioned vision, right? Yeah. Um, well, this
1: is the reality of it. Yeah. What,
0: what is it today? Talk, uh, talk, talk, talk to us in today in size we, and shape and and, and today segment. we
1: employ, I think, around thirty-five staff, eight or nine trucks on the road, I think, mm-hmm. four sales people, a general manager. We turn over well in excess of twenty million dollars. Do you have the Tuckerbox Box schoolroom? I do have a Tucker Box schoolroom. <laughs> <laughs> but that's at home. Um, and we're just about to move from 1,000 square meter warehouse to a 3,000 square meter warehouse. Wow. And that's where the business is today. And, so that,
0: and that's in Preston? Preston, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And how does that make you feel?
1: It makes me feel really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. 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 A lot of satisfaction. Um, you know, a lot of stress along the way.
0: How how long between between the Tucker box and
1: eighteen years?
0: Eighteen years, yeah. Eighteen years, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I used to have hair back then.
0: Oh really? <laughs> I, I did. I don't. I don't recall. Not a that, lot. But, you, but I had a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that's fascinating. Like that's fascinating. Yeah. And um, yeah. something to be. To be very proud of, right? Yeah. And, you know... And I am, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, and I can see that. I mean, it's all very well to say, you know, that was then and this was now. But we know as business owners, you go through a lot of ups and downs mm. to, to sort of get to that stage, yeah. right? Yeah. But going back and getting rid of the guy after the two weeks... Yeah. I mean, I can't but reflect on what you've told me, that you must have had a fair bit of confidence then, right? Because yeah. You'd had these two butcher shops. You'd run them. You'd, you'd worked for Biata for a block of 10 years yeah. and you'd got a whole bunch of experience on warehousing and trucking and sales. So, you know, if you look back on it, you had a few of the tools and the capability, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Did you not? I did. Yeah. I did. But, but interestingly, you also, despite the fact that you were just buying a few little assets, it's all very well for me to say that, it sounds like you had a bit of a risk management head because you said, oh, I'm going to share this with my cousins. I'm not, yeah. going, to, I'm not going to pounce in and take 100% of it. Yeah. Hey? Is, that, is that the Ben Oh, um, He's a bit of a risk manager? No, nah, he, so hey? it was
1: more, um, so I'm like, you know, things like that. I always, you know, sit down and talk to the wife. And she's probably been my uh, biggest help over the years because she's always, she's a really good driver. Yeah. You know, always tells me to put... Uh, just do it, you know. You'll be right. You've done it before, right? Uh, okay. And even with this business, you know, we spoke about it. I mean, our kids were younger. Yes. Uh, you know, they were training soccer training and doing. So it was, you know, put a big strain on her as well. Yeah, uh, because you know she had to take over a lot of the the kids stuff. Yeah. So we we sort of thought, well, you know, if we if we do it on our own. You know, there's going to be no holidays and, and if the bigger it grows, the bigger the monster grows, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot of work for one person. Yeah, yeah. So that's where the, the cousins well, came in. We thought, you know, at least if there's three of us. we're sharing the load. We're sharing the load, of course, yeah. So that's how that came into it. Um, and in hindsight, would you do it that way again? That's a really good question. <laughs> um, there's no right answer. Of no. Right? And, and it's a hard one. It's a hard one. Being really upfront and honest, I probably wouldn't. Right. And not, I mean, you know, you learn things as you...
0: Is that just simply because people, people have different
1: drives? Yeah. yeah. Different 100%. objectives and yeah. what have you? Different views, different... Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably for that, that reason. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not... You know, there's been no issues or conflicts no. or, you know, you just, you know, if you said to me, you know, the question you just asked, if I got to be upfront, blunt and honest? No, I wouldn't. But, but we're all a lot
0: wiser in hindsight, aren't mm. we? hundred percent. And, you know, you talked to me about the reasons why you did it at the outset and they seem to me to be very plausible. Yes.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. Um, well, that's it. You know what I mean? Um, look, I was lucky to, I mean, look, you know, my two business partners let me run the show. You know, they were great for manual labour and that. But, you know, if i got to be honest, I mean, I ran the business yeah. um, and, yeah. and made a lot of the decisions moving forward. Yeah. Um, you know, and but they were, yeah. Like they,
0: but they respected that, right?
1: 100%. Yeah. You know, we all had our roles, yeah. you know. Yeah. One of them looked after the warehouse. Uh, one of them looked after the financial side. It, so we all had our roles and, mm. um, you know, there was... No conflict, and if there was, you know, we spoke it about was, it, and it was sorted out, yeah, 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 behind the warehouse, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah
0: and what about today? Are those guys still in the business? Or, uh, one's
1: not, yeah, uh, so one actually, um, got out just before COVID, mm-hmm. you know, just he'd done his time, it was focused on other things, yeah, and he just, you know, he was happy where the business was, didn't want to. Grow anymore, and just different stage of his life. Yeah, um, which fair enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I ended up buying his share out. Did you, man? Um, yeah. 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 So now it's you know just myself and um,
0: Sam. Sam. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can remember meeting you, Sam, and I think Michael. Michael. Yeah, you know, uh, in those very early days, Ooh. and uh, it was a bit like going into a, a mezzanine lounge room. <laughs> so I think there was one desk, there was a, a sort of a, a little, I'll call it a couch, Yep. And, uh, and there was a few filing cabinets and papers, and I don't know whether there was a ping pong table or something, I'm not sure, but um, it, it was very, very sli- slim, if mm. you like, right? Very slim. And, and, <laughs> and, you know, not much freezer space or anything. I think there was one vehicle, maybe two. Mm. Um, and so, you know, the business has, has gone a, a long way yeah. from then. But, but they're the physical things, aren't they? Mm. If you think about the non-physical things, like what do customers say about reliable food distributors, do you think?
1: Um, look, I think customers, from what I hear, um, they love our servers. Um, as the name says, we're very reliable.
0: Is that, is that the point of difference? Yeah, it is.
1: Is it? 100%.
0: Yeah.
1: 100% point of difference.
0: Yeah. So you've, you, your business model is <clears throat> focused
1: around that, right? Always, so. from day one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we never wanted to be like anyone else. We wanted a point of difference because if we're like someone else, then it just comes down to the price. Yeah. You know, if a okay. customer's looking at two suppliers yeah. and we're both the same, well, who's got the best price?
0: So, so reliable, what does it mean... What does it mean to you when you say that's your point of difference? Does it mean that, yeah. as a customer, I feel like, you know, I can count on you, hundred percent, to deliver what I need?
1: Yeah. 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 Our slogan is "When service counts." Yeah. Okay. You know.
0: And so, what do those customers look like? Are they are they kebab shops? Uh, are they you know cafes like one that mm. you own? Are they Are they service clubs? Are they,
1: you know? Predominantly we're cafes. Mm -hmm. That's probably the biggest part of our business. Yeah. So when we first started, we were predominantly takeaways, fish and chip shops. Were Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, the market just changed. So we followed the cafe market, Mm. um, which I think we made the right decision. Mm. So today, yeah, it's predominantly cafes. We still do a few takeaways. We do a few clubs. Yeah. But the bulk of our business is cafes and, and we're very that's what we're very good at so that's what we try and stick with yeah um i mean look we do it all well but cafes are just you know we've got everything there for what they, they already they need yeah, you know? okay. yeah um whereas you know if we went and picked up a delicatessen we don't have everything they need yeah. you know we would have to outsource products and yeah. so we don't go chasing what we're um, what we feel is not our, it's not our target market. You know, That's our target market is the cafe, the club.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. And like your market's a pretty competitive little show, isn't mm. it? Like
1: there's a lot of players, some
0: big corporates involved in that 100%. game. So you're an independent, right? Yeah. So I guess you've got to have, an, you've got to have mm. a really clear point of difference, otherwise you're going to be run over in the crowd a bit. Mm. Potentially, is that, is that right?
1: Um, Look, yes and no. Look, I think I think we've been out there long enough now to, you know, we sometimes like to take on the big boys. Do you? Well, uh, why not? Why not? You
0: know? Um, hey. So you're very, very – you've got to be confident to do that, right? Yeah.
1: Look, I think – look, I've – with the team that we have, yeah. I think I can be confident. You know, I always say, you know, we're only as good as – the people around us. Yeah. And I think that we've got the right people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm very confident. Um, and I'll take anything on.
0: Yeah, you know, that must be heartening in running a business to know that you've got the backing of a strong team. Mm. I mean, what does what Ben Gurley do in the business now? You know, what do you focus your time on?
1: Um, I actually work on the business and not in the business. Mm-hmm. So I have nothing to do with the day to day running of the business. I work, at the moment, my, you know, what I'm working on is you know, the new warehouse. Yeah. yeah. Um, so more strategic yeah. stuff in terms um, of? You know, talking to the accountant, talking to the solicitor, like things a business owner would do. Coming and doing podcasts. Coming in hey. and doing podcasts oh. or, yeah, <laughs>
0: 100%. So how long has it been since you've been able to, was that a transition or
1: did one day you get up and say, Bugger no. that, I'm going to
0: get out of this business, I want to work on it? How did that happen?
1: So being really honest, um, I think it was back in 2015 or 16, Mm. um, we went to our accountant's office. You know, they had a speaker there Mm. doing a – he was actually a business coach Mm. um, doing a presentation, um, and we went. And I had a look at this presentation, and the more he spoke – the more I thought, like, he's talking about reliable. <laughs> and it was just like unbelievable. So, when the presentation finished, I mean, the guy's name's Ivan Gavrin. Yeah. Yes. I went up and had a chat. Yeah. Yeah. And I said to him, I said, what, well, you know, I told him what his presentation, what it meant to me. Um, and I said, you know, I'd like to talk to you about it. Um, and at the time, he had a thing called a beep test. Right. Where, you know, they talk to your staff, talk to your customers, and mm. they come back and... Give you a feel for what, what... Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, what have I got to lose? Like, we'll do it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And he did it. Uh, it was an eye-opener, you know? Was it? Yeah. Um, in a good way. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, you know what? We bought him on to give us a, some, a push. Some support, and we yeah. And we were just moving into our new warehouse then from... The mezzanine.
0: From the mezzanine <laughs> to the new warehouse.
1: <laughs> um, into the thousand square meter warehouse. So, yeah. you know, that was a bit scary at the time. Yes. So, yeah, Ivan came on board and, you know, the first thing he said was, so if we were down a staff member or that, you know, Ben would jump in a truck and go do deliveries and... Get on the tools, so to speak. I'd get on the tools, you know, and the first thing he said was, all right, well, if, who's running your business while you're on the tools? And... You know, I didn't have an answer to that question. <laughs> so that was the first thing he started working on. Right, um, right. getting the owners out of the day-to-day running of the business and working on the business. Yeah. And that's how it all started. And
0: it's sort of gone from there. Yeah. yeah.
1: So he's really helped in, in in that sense.
0: Was it a hard transition oh, to go through that
1: then? I'm a perfectionist. Mm. Um, and to tell someone <laughs> you're not don't do it like that, do it like this. Um, and my business coach is saying, don't tell them, like, stay in your lane. Yeah. Um, and things like that was, yeah, it was really tough. Really, yeah. really tough. Um, but now today, I'm, it's easy. You're uh, more comfortable in that environment. 100%. Yeah. Well, I trust my people now.
0: I was going to mention that word, right? Mm. So, so that was obviously hard to give for a period, right? But now... You know, well, the way you talked about your team yeah. a little while ago tells me that you've got supreme trust. That
1: yeah, look, the beauty with my team is that all my, my well, nearly all my managers grew into their role. Yes, okay. they didn't come to me as managers. Yeah, so you know, we talk about Justine, general manager. Mm. She came to me as a telesales girl.
0: Yeah, isn't it? That's Uh, lovely, isn't it? Yeah,
1: Yeah. but from day one, you know, I just saw something, just the way she was just on top of everything and, you know, she's actually got a, you know, uni degree in international business. Yeah. And, yeah, so...
0: And she's been the general manager for four years, Ben.
1: Yeah, four, probably maybe even five. Yeah. um, Yeah. But fantastic.
0: The fact that they grew into the role... Why is that important? Is that because, is that about sort of being able to mesh with the culture of the team rather than have been sort of, you know, developed in another place under a different regime with different expectations? Do you think that? Yeah. Is that, is that <clears> the <throat> defining point?
1: Well, they've, they've bought into my vision. Yes. So from, I had from, my vision. Yeah. Um, and they've bought into that. They believe it um, and they've continued it. Yeah. They haven't come to me, like you said, from somewhere else and said, no, nah, I don't like the way you're doing that. This is the way right. we did it at the other place yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. just want to change everything. Yeah. Um, so they've bought into my vision, which makes it easy for me yeah. because I believe in my vision. Yeah. Um, and so do they. So that's what's made it really easy. So they're running the day-to-day
0: you're working on the business, if you get involved in what they do, what, is, what sort of things do you help them with?
1: So if I get involved, there's two things. They either tell me, don't worry, it's not your problem.
0: <laughs> there is a problem, <laughs> but it's not your problem. That's right.
1: <laughs> or, I never thought of that, thanks. Yeah. So depending what it is, you know, we'll put our heads together and, but you know, sometimes I'll hear something you know, and I'll say, you know, what's wrong in that, and exactly what I said. They'll say, "Don't worry, it's not your problem." Wow! Because it's it's something that they don't need me for. They can deal with it. Like, well, and they're they obviously taking the initiative. They want to sort 100%, it out. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But you know, sometimes I'll you know, I'll come knocking on my door, and you know, they'll say, you know, we need your help with this, and yeah. You know, whether it's smacking a supplier <laughs> around <or laughs> um, you know, or sometimes, you know, I've, we have customers that have been with us since day one, you know, they'll come in my office sometimes and say, look, Alan, you know, he really wants to talk to you. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I'll call the customer, have a chat and, yeah. um, you know, I still talk to customers today. Yeah. Um, you know, last night I was SMSing a customer about the chip situation. Yes. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I still like to get involved. Um.
0: But a good business, so like I'm thinking of it from, as you know, we value a lot of businesses, right? And <clears throat> I think on the customer side and also on the supplier side, you know, a strong business is one where there are multi layers of relationships. Mm. You know, you haven't got necessarily single relationships. So, you know, notwithstanding that a customer might want to talk to the head honcho, mm. um, yeah, they'll also have relationships within the day-to-day team. Oh, and, 100%. And I think that that breeds a, a much stronger connection. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm really interested to see how you've developed that team. Um, particularly, as you say, I, you know, from the start, you know, you know I, I experienced you as a perfectionist, but I say that in a, in a mm. positive way, right? There's a, we both know there's, there's pros and cons to that. Mm. Um, but it, But it's hard when, I think it's hard when you run a business and you, you create it because you've got to drive it and it's it's, it's, like a, it's like an adolescent. It's in its small stages, you know? One false move and it could be down the toilet, so mm. to speak, but then you get to a point where it's, it's, it's bigger than you, it's bigger than everyone, right? Yeah. So you've got to share it, so to speak. And you've kind of been through that transition. Yep, yeah, right? yeah,
1: yeah. And look, I think, you know, with this next move, um, you know, everyone says to me, oh, it's exciting. I said, yeah, it's exciting and scary at the same time <laughs> because it's a massive move.
0: So let's talk about that next move because, you know, um, what's led to that? I mean, how far out? You're, you're working mm. on the business. How far out do you look? Are you looking out sort of five years and saying, well, look, you know, I think there's an opportunity here which we haven't captured and to do that we need to invest X and Y and Z? Or mm. how, how are you... Or are you sort of planning in a near term and seeing where it goes? Like How
1: how do you play that game? Yeah, look, I like to look a fair bit ahead. And I think in this business you need to. Yeah. So I I wouldn't say five years. No. But three maybe. So I started looking for this warehouse just before COVID hit because we were, you know, running out of room and... Hmm. And I was a bit do we don't we do we so I just started looking and I actually found this warehouse where this warehouse is there's uh I think 5 or 6 warehouses in a group in a group hmm. um in a little private cul-de-sac um and I actually looked at a warehouse that was 5000 square meters really oh. um it was even bigger than what we got now and then COVID hit. So I just, I started talking to them. Yeah. Then COVID hit and I put that on the back burner. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, we went through the COVID, all the uh, ups and downs of good old COVID. The, the, the challenging time. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And um, when it was all over, I, you know, business went back to good and, and I thought, Started looking again. So I contacted the same people. The 5,000 square was gone. Yeah. Someone had taken it. Yeah. And they had two warehouses left, two separate ones. And I said, well, they're no good. Like, you know, they're not big enough. And they said, what if we rip the wall out of the middle? make 3,000 square metres. I said, well, yeah, that'll work. Yeah. And honestly, like I drove my wife mad. I'd go home every day and say, what do I do? Do we, don't we? And she kept saying to me. What are you still thinking about this for? Like, you know, you could do this. Like, you know, you've done it before. What are you still thinking about? I'm like, yeah, I know, but it's a big move, and you know, and we'd leave it. And you know, a few days later, I'd say, I've got to make a decision on this warehouse. And I was actually honestly driving her mad. Yeah, was going. She, you know, she said, "You're driving me mad. <laughs> like, Just do it. You know, you'll never look back. You know." We spoke about it at work and everything. Everyone was yeah. like we should do it, and bang, we did it. It happened, and away we went um,
0: and how how long yeah. is that space gonna 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 be sufficient for do you think For me personally, that's it. oh, is it for them <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, look I mean for me, you know i look, I'd love to say well, you know we might outgrow this in a few years, but. It's a big space. Yes. Um, don't get me wrong, I'd love to outgrow it. Yeah. I mean, it'll, um, it'll say a lot for the business. Yes. But I'm not – my thought is not about outgrowing the space. No. My thought is about the business in that space and what, um, what we have to do to um, – you know, make reliable, bigger, and I won't say better because I think mm-hmm. we're the best <laughs> as it is. Yeah,
0: that's
1: no, no. no, good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like we're now starting to, you know, we've been planning probably for six months already, you know, putting on more staff, a bigger sales team, and because, you know, moving into this space is going to give us room to expand, to yeah. bring on more customers. and
0: Now, I want to talk to you about that, but just before I go on to that, I mean, how good is is it to have a a life partner in your wife providing that kind of balanced discussion behind the scenes? I mean, that must... It's priceless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that her involvement in the business? Does she get involved in the day-to-day? No, she doesn't.
1: She doesn't. So, funny story, when we started this business with, you know, the the two partners... uh, you know, we collectively made a decision that the wives weren't going to work in the business. Yeah, and that was look nothing against the wives, but I just you know I like it better when you go home at night and you haven't seen your wife all day. And you yeah, know, and it look with getting three in there, I just didn't think that like the gel. sound of it. Yeah, um, it could have worked fantastic. I don't know. Yeah, but that's what it's it is a inside. decision that was made and yeah. um we stuck with it and yeah. yeah um one of the wives actually did work in the business for a while because we were that strapped strapped that mm. you know but yeah it's just a decision that was made and that was it yeah. So and it's been like that ever since yeah but and obviously
0: I, on the strategy stuff mm. your, your yeah wife look, play, I bounce, she plays a
1: lot off my wife yeah. um you know and the you know the funny story is that And she tells me a lot too, but I always go with my gut and she tells me there's plenty of it, so.
0: (laughs) Well, we'll talk about that in a minute, but (laughs) before we get on to that, um, growth, right? You've just invested in this new warehouse and you're about to flick the switch. Um, I think it's a really important topic. How do you, you in your business, how do you manage growth, right? Because... I feel like there's this view that, you know, I just want to get bigger and bigger and bigger and I want to grow my sales and that's what I measure my performance on, do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. And, and I see a lot of businesses do that and some do it successfully and others, you know, grow this line but the other line goes like this and then the cash line even goes mm. worse. I mean, have you experienced that challenge in, in Reliable and how do you go about? Sort of making growth be sustainable, I guess. You know?
1: um, so, look, we have a CFO, mm. uh, not full-time, obviously. Mm. Um, you know, I've got a bookkeeper that's been with me since nearly day one. Um, so we're constantly looking at numbers and, uh, it, you know, if we need to, you know, change things up, we're very responsive. Um, you know, one of the things during COVID uh, with our suppliers, yeah. you know, I was actually sending my suppliers a payment plan for the next month so they knew exactly what they were getting, when they were getting it. And yeah. and we've always been like that. Yeah. Um, we've always been the type of business that we would go out and get the business first and then buy the truck.
0: Yes. 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 Rather
1: than buy the truck and then go and chase the business. Yep. Yeah. Um, and we've been like that since day one. Mm. Um, you know, some people might say we're cautious. Yeah, to an extent, yeah, we are.
0: Yeah, but your you'd sort of demand is driving the business investment mm. rather than the reverse. Correct, right.
1: correct. Mm. Um, I just don't believe, like, you know, I tell these people the story a lot, you know. I'm not the type of person that goes and gets a warehouse and fits it out and goes and buys 10 trucks and so on. It's, and then wakes up one morning and says, oh, I better go get some customers now. <laughs> you know, I'm the opposite.
0: Yeah, you prove I,
1: it up first. Yeah. yeah. Um, and look, it's worked for 18 years. Um, so there must be something in it, yeah. Correct. So, you know, the old saying, if it's not broken, don't try and fix it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, so yeah that's, that's the way I've always done it and that's the way I want to keep doing it. It's worked. Um, but with the growth, look, we, um, you know, we've put on some... More um, sales staff and telesales and so we're already, you know, um, you know, even myself personally, you know, I, I was working, I've been working on a group that have thirty shops really? for eighteen months. Really? Yeah. As business development. Yep. Yeah. And, and we just got them, and As... it's taken me personally eighteen. Well, funny story is I worked on it for eighteen months. I took Justine, my general manager, to a a meeting, and she got it over the line. Dead. And she never lets me live it down.
0: (laughs) I know. She shouldn't either.
1: (laughs) But, you know, know, that's how long sometimes it takes to get a client over the line. You know, 18 months, and it was frustrating. Does that mean you're a patient person? Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. I'm not patient, but you have to be. You have to be, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't call myself a patient person. No. I'm probably impatient. Right. You know, and if I want a, a customer, um, I'll just keep plugging away at it, plugging away until I know that there's no chance. There's no chance. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know?
0: That's fascinating. Yeah. Congratulations uh, to Justine on the third Yeah,
1: one. yeah. Ha, ha, ha. But look, you know, she's, um, you know, I put in the foundation. She, we've got the customer, but she's got all the work now.
0: <laughs> yeah, but there's the team effort, right? Correct. Like, and it's uh, it, a, yeah. you know, I, I, are you celebrating that success? Because it's, you know, 100%. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's a big win for us. It's really big. That's win. massive. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we do, yeah, definitely. We do celebrate that success.
0: we got a couple more questions. Ooh. Technology. Yes. You know, and there's an array of stuff going on in our world and it keeps going on. How is it impacting technology? Um, the simple life of a food distributor, is it, is it impacting or is the core business that it was 18 years ago still going to be the same? Are you talking about things like social media, marketing,
1: that type of stuff? All,
0: all of that. Uh, yeah. Also, you know, whether there's technology to, to assist in your, the efficiencies of your back office or your warehousing yeah. or whatever. I mean, is that a big playing? Yeah. in your sector? So
1: we just launched a mobile app in January because, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know... Um, that's where it's all headed now.
0: In terms of people ordering the front
1: end? Yeah, yeah. So um, right now we're working on the web version of that mobile app so people can go on their computer and order as well. Um, So, yeah, look, we're keeping up with all that. Um, When we go into the new warehouse, you know, everything's going into the cloud. Yes. Um, So, you know, we have some stuff there now, but we've actually held off because of the move. Yes. But once we go there, every, you know, we're going fully cloud-based, um, which will help. So we're actually setting up our, so if the internet goes down in our warehouse today, so we can't operate. Mm. Mm. The new warehouse, if the internet goes down, we'll still operate.
0: you will still be okay. Uh,
1: we're foolproofing it. Yeah, right, um, yeah. I'm, look, I'm very, so my girls, you know, if they have a computer problem or an IT problem, so I've got IT people that we use. But the first port of call is myself. Yes, um, and they, you know, they say to me, "How does an old man know so much about <laughs> IT?" <laughs> um, but I always, I've always had an interest in in that sort of stuff. Have you, yeah. yeah, I have. I have. Yeah. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I can't build a computer. Or so if one of the girls call me and tell me they've got a computer problem, the first thing I say to them is, "Have you restarted your computer?" <laughs> no, restart it. And if you've still got the problem, call me.
0: So it's common
1: sense. 99% of the time they don't call me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But social media, I'm very, very big on social media. I truly believe that it drives a business these days. Yeah, okay. So the business is very big in that space. Yeah. Um, you know, we put plenty of social media out there and, um, I actually outsourced it for a little while. wasn't happy. Bought it back in house. Mm. One of our girls, Selena, who looks after it and does a fantastic job.
0: So, so why are you so big on it? Is it is it just a different different channels to connecting with your market and customer and community? Is
1: yeah, that really- look, I just think that um, you know people see and it gets our brand out there, and mm. um, and that's what I want. I want people. I want people. Our social media tells people what our is all about. It doesn't just tell them that, you know, we sell chips. No. You know, we have a meet the team and yeah. um, all this other stuff that, you know, I want our social media to tell people, you know, exactly what Reliable is about. It's a family business, um, what our culture is about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, it, it's more than just a post about products.
0: Yeah, so you see it as a good communication 100%, media. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. I just, yeah, I'm really big on that. I never
0: thought of you as a tech head, but there you go. Yeah, we'll see. Eh? There you
1: go. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, Ben, it's been, a, it's been a real pleasure having a chat yeah. with you. i got one last yeah. question, right? There's a lot of passion behind what you've talked about today. Yeah, And whenever I meet you, I get the same passion. What, what gets you up in the morning to work on this business?
1: I love it, James. I love my people. I love the business. I love what we do. Um, you know, I think we get a lot of recognition for the good work that we do. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of our businesses, we probably get more word-of-mouth business than cold-calling business, which, to me, tells a story. Yeah. Um, so someone's
0: prepared to say, to someone else, listen, talk to these guys yeah. because they're yeah. good, so yeah. to speak. Yeah,
1: um, so yeah, and it's just every day is exciting. Yeah, um, it's just, yeah, it's there's never a dull day, uh, very stressful, yeah. but it's exciting. I jump out of bed in the morning and you know, I want to go see the team and see what's happening, where we're going, what we're doing, yeah. what, what's in the pipeline. Yeah. um, so yeah, it's, just that's what drives me.
0: Very, very good, Ben. Mm. I really appreciate you coming. No, around.
1: thanks for ben. having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: It's been lovely, and good
1: luck for the Dragons this year. <laughs> yeah. No worries, chokers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Eels. Years have got that brand now. Oh no, yeah. it's terrible. Isn't it? <laughs> hey, God. Uh, all good. Yeah. Thanks, James. Really yeah. appreciate it, mate. No, it's good to have you along. Thank you.
0: That was Ben Gulow, Managing Director of Reliable Food Distributors. And what an interesting path that he's taken in terms of building his capability, owning, well, I guess his latest business is his fourth business and, uh, you know, focusing on the customer, building his team and managing growth. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, Subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram at jamesc.price. And if you're up for improving your business, gaining access to knowledge, insights, our team and consultations, join our online membership portal. Visit jpabusiness.com.au